207 Chicago is heating up written by Anthony Flores directed by Sharon Lewis this is Chronicles of Power a podcast dedicated to the world of power where I review and break down the latest episode in the Powerverse. we are brought to you by Private Listed your source for all things music sports culture and entertainment follow the new page at Chronicles of Power on Instagram you can find us on YouTube if you want to watch full interviews you want to watch full recaps and breakdowns at P-V-T-L-S-T-D. My name is Kimi, and I'll be your guide as we break down the second season of Force, or The Tommy Show, however you would like to call it. And today, we have my favorite guest in the building, my favorite person to talk power with. We have Sam from Power is Fire with us. Yay! Clap it up, clap it up, clap it up. Yeah. <laughs> How you feeling today, Sam? Uh, I'm feeling good. Okay, good. All right, so we're going to be talking about episode 207, and I know we're a little late in getting this episode out, but life happens, and we're here anyway. So, Sam, initial thoughts on 207. Uh, initial thoughts. Um, I thought 207 was uh, very brilliant, brilliantly uh, crafted. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I watched it in the morning. Uh, right before I went to work, so right after uh, they, you know, they killed Vargos, I just, Vargas. I just was on such a high the whole day, uh, the whole day, like. <laughs> Woo. So I want to say that that was, that was part of the reason why it took me so long to record this because I was actually pretty pissed off that Vargas got killed. He's actually one I of agree. my favorite um, actors, especially like on Instagram, how he interacts with us, and he's very right. cool. I was so sad to see him go. I was like, of all the people. For to right. for them to kill, this is who they chose, and then then I had like some other thoughts about it, but we'll get into to that part later because if they were gonna kill him, I would have thought they would have let us at least get to know him more, like so that the kill can right. mean something. Am I bugging when I say stuff like that? No, I, I'm. I've never been a fan of uh of power killing off feds unless it's like the last season or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, because even with or Donovan, if it's like a dirty cop. Yeah, I didn't care about Seamus. Like it was whatever. But well, Seamus because he was a dirty cop, it didn't really matter to us. Right. But to me, this this season kind of feels like they're just tying up loose ends of things that they didn't like from the first season. So whoever right. they didn't like, so the Flynn the Flynn storyline, they kind of didn't like it. We're gonna kill Daddy and Uncle Paulie in episode five. They didn't even make it to regular territory episode nine and then it kind of feels like they're squeezing out the serbs too especially with what happens in this episode and everybody else like anything that they didn't like is just getting chopped (laughs) adrian she was good well adrian the actor who plays her i believe like i think she had like health stuff going on i don't want to say what it is if she didn't disclose it even though i know what it is but Whatever the case is, anything that they didn't like, it was pretty much chopped. And we can pretty much attribute that to them switching showrunners. So from season one, we had somebody else who he must must not be named. And now we have Gary Lennon back in the building. So things are going to be completely different. And they're just trying to revamp the show 
because, <clears throat> excuse me, guys, they listen to viewer feedback. Now, in terms of viewer feedback, I, am I think they've made all the changes. They have. They have. Yeah, I think like there's literally. some more to come, but um, I, I think they've made all of the changes. Um, that was my biggest beef about some, uh, season one is that I just felt like there was no police presence. Like it was barely any, but like, but I felt like they definitely changed it. Now, now we get police every like five or six scenes, which I'm like, that's how it's supposed to run. That's how, that's what makes it feel like the OG. Right. Especially with um, them working. So with the attorneys and the cops and the feds all working together, which is why they were kind of like hustling us with the task force. So now we right. get to see Sang, DeFranco, Stacey and Vargas. But now we don't have Vargas anymore. It's just like. Right. <laughs> but but it, it looked like it looked like they brought in a new one. Um when I was looking at some of the pictures, it looked like a, a new black cop is coming in. So maybe that was to bring in a new one. I don't know. What the pictures that we posted or no, I seen no, I seen a picture. Um so I posted I posted something and then um one of the actors had responded to it. I can't remember who it was. It might have been Shanti. And then um underneath it was somebody that commented to to their comment. But then when I looked at the page, he was an actor. And I was like, oh, and then I seen a picture of him with some of the force people. And then I seen him in a police uniform, but I haven't seen him yet. So I'm like, okay, oh, maybe no, 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 no. he's new. I know who you're talking I don't know. No, he's a cop. He's been, he was on episode three. His name is, are you talking about, his screen name is like Geo something, right? Maybe, yeah. I, I just couldn't remember him. No, but, he's um, in the show. He's yeah. he he is a part of Chicago PD. I'll, I'll after we mm. finish recording, I will um I'll send you uh, who I think you're talking about. You can tell me if I'm wrong or right. right. But um, so let's talk about what's going on in the show. We open up the show with another power sex scene <laughs> that I am. Yeah, yeah. You're a fan of. I'm not a fan of. Love but it, Tommy. <laughs> But Tommy <laughs> has finally knocked boots with Maria, and in the process again. of say it again, again, this is the second time. When when did he knock boots with her before? The last episode. In episode six. Yeah. And then they just started the episode again with him hitting again. Am I having a brain fart right now? I don't. <laughs> did I skip? Yes. I, maybe I skipped the scene because I. I don't remember them like doing the do. I just yeah. remember them kissing. Okay. No, All right. You definitely did it, yeah. Okay. All righty. So anyway, they do it again. I didn't <laughs> need the scene. <laughs> I get it, guys. I get it. Tommy's arms are ripped. That's what y'all want to show us? No problem. So anyway, <laughs> knock, knock, knock. Who comes on the who comes on the scene? Miguel. Miguel comes to Tommy's house. Another power thing that has been driving me crazy. How the hell does everybody know where everyone lives? So Miguel, Miguel right. pops up. And <laughs> everybody but the feds, because the feds ain't watching Tommy House. No. No. <laughs> Even though they dusted his car for, for Prince and found his car, we couldn't find where he lived. But everybody, all other drug dealers know. <laughs> All the truck dealers know. They know where Jannard lives. They know where Diamond lives. They know where Tommy lives. Everybody know where everyone's lives. So I'll excuse this and say that Miguel just has eyes everywhere and he knows where Tommy lives. And it just so happens that he got there after his sister and while his sister was knocking boots with Tommy. He walks in and I kind of wondered if he felt like someone was there because... 
I don't know how vulgar I should be when I say this. <laughs> you know what I'm getting at, right? Like, if someone is uh, doing the do, yeah. there's definitely going to be a smell in the air, right? It's not going to be, <laughs> it's not, I'm not saying that it's going to be stink. I'm just saying it's going to smell like bodies, <laughs> bodies right. that were humping each other. So I wondered really quick, I was like, it kind of seems like he knows, but he's just trying to play it off. But whatever the case is, I would hope that he just felt something was happening because if he he felt it and then he ignored it. And I thought that Miguel's instincts would be a little bit more fine-tuned than that, especially because as soon as he came in, he started talking business with Tommy immediately. So mm-hmm. maybe he just ignored it or maybe because he kind of looked around to see if someone was there. He did a full surveillance, and but he didn't go throughout the entire apartment. At least he has some manners. Um, but he comes in to talk to Tommy, and Tommy plants the seed of them squeezing out the Serbs. And this is what Sam and I were talking about earlier. No, we're saying that they are trying to get rid of the things that did not work from season one. So now he's like, hey, you got a problem with the Serbs? I got a problem with the surge. They just burnt down my 130K a day line of business. So please, can you handle this on my behalf? So he tells him this. And then Miguel says, you know what? I'm going to think this over. I'm going to take it to trade and we'll see what happens. Then after that, what happens next? Diamonds. (laughs) Diamonds has to take a piss test at least every day in front of his parole officer who is watching him pull his pee-pee out and make pee in the toilet every single time. But in the interim of all of that happening, he does suggest to him that he makes a speech. Now, Sam, do you think that it is a good idea for someone like Diamond to make a speech in public and under the guise of renouncing or excuse me, denouncing CBI, yeah. considering uh, he is he told, still the but head. He told him he wasn't. He told him he wasn't going to denounce because he like, that's literally a death threat. He'll make the speech, but he was like, I'm not denouncing it because if I denounce, you're asking me to get killed. Mm-hmm. He did. Which he, he did didn't do during that. the speech. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right. And he had his boo. He had his boo there and his little stepson. They about to be they about to be a whole big happy family. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know. know how long that's gonna last. Because these pictures, I, I hate these pictures. I feel like they show too much. Because I, I, I just have a feeling that uh, what's his what's his son name again? Uh, Leon. I just feel like Leon gonna get killed. Yeah, little Malcolm X. Well, little uh, Martin is about to. Which is sad because it's like, like y'all literally found your, you literally found your councilman Tate. Your little one. <laughs> like that's the little councilman Tate of the show. Little like Tate. our little. Well, he Man. won't be Tate because Tate is crooked. But we found our, we have well, Tate. <laughs> we have Tate and Stacy, is what they're gearing us up for, because yes. Tate wants to uh, not Tate. Stacy wants to be a, a mayor, and that's right. why she is being so. Uh, overzealous in her attempts to connect Tommy to the Estrada cartel. And that's why this whole thing is being blown up like this now, because she is doing too much. Um, So let's move on. Way too much. 
I blame her, as a matter of fact. I blame her for what happened to Vargas. And it, it's, it's really bothering me because we all know how it works in power. If you want to, you know what, I'll let you, I'll let you explain this because I've heard you do it before. And I like when you say, what happens when the, the, you, the AUSA is too forward? They die. They die. die. <laughs> they die. <laughs> they die. Well, I, honestly, I, I think it's more of a, uh, she's just a little too pushy, but I wouldn't say that she's wrong in how she's feeling because technically speaking, she's already got that push from her bosses saying that like you need to clean this city up because the 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 violence is incredible. Yes, so like, it's too much. A, it is. So let's give a recap of why Stacy is has her back to the wall. Right, the Serbs just burnt down a whole fucking housing projects, guys. <laughs> a little girl <laughs> got shot. That was a fire scene, by the way. A little girl got shot. Just innocent bystander. Not only are the kid, our children getting shot, but the gang members are are being killed. So they found Little Kate and they found Chewy. So the city is in disarray, and people are going to come down on Stacy's head. What the f is happening here? And that is why she feels like she needs to have some sort of order and show that she's making some sort of progress in her investigation because she bullied her way into getting this task force done, and now. It's almost seeming like she doesn't really have any grasp on what's going on. Also, I forgot to mention that the Flynn's, there was a big massacre at the Flynn residence. That obviously hit the news too. He was a gangster, but it's still a lot of people who died on her watch or under, not just her watch, she's the AUSA, but under CPD and the feds are all involved in all of this. So we understand why Stacy has to do some of these things, but it's the way she's doing it that's making it a little uneasy for me, only because Vargas had already met with Vic earlier in the day. Mm -hmm. There was no reason for him to go back and meet with him at night after he finished talking to Tom. In public. In public. And in public. Like, there's no reason for them to meet in public at all, especially because Vic already told you guys he made Vargas. He said he saw him. He saw you guys. So why the hell do you feel the need to to keep following me around? And you you gave Vic a tracker to put on Tommy's car. This guy is not a cop. You, right. He's not a professional. If you wanted that to happen, you should have had somebody else do that. You're already putting his life in danger for measle, measly bits of information that sh- that he's literally kind of like teaspoon feeding you guys because his main objective here is not Tommy. I- I'll say, I don't think that he really, really wants to put Tommy under the jail. He just wants to get rid of his sister. It just so happens that when he went in for immunity, this is the deal that had to be struck. What do you say? Well, all this, all of this has, if we, if we want to stem back to where it all started, no loose ends. The reason why he's in this predicament is because he allowed a witness to stay alive. So that girl, unfortunately, I know they tried to save her, but unless you're sending her to Mexico, she has to die. And she didn't. So now she's a witness. So until they, until he kills the witness, Ain't nothing he could do but but keep playing around along with what Stacey Mark's trying to do. Mm. So I have a theory, 
and I wanted to run this by you. I actually wanted to talk to you about this earlier, but I figured I knew I was going to see you today and I could talk to you about it. it kind of in person, but on camera. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking about the no loose ends thing. And we know how in, when the worlds converge, we saw Tommy go into Ghost. And we saw him go to New York to kill Tasha, mm -hmm. right? And I said to myself, I think I know why he went to New York. Because he probably got word that there is a snitch or there is someone that is talking about him to the feds. He probably doesn't know that it's Vic and only suspects that it's Tasha because she was the only other person to say his name in open court. He knows that there's a task force and they've given him that tidbit earlier in the season. And now as it's probably progressing, someone they're probably coming down harder on him now because remember the timeline in ghosts is a little bit further ahead than where we are in force. So I'm guessing yeah, it's that July right now. Right. So I'm guessing that and this is like right after Zeke died. No, right before Zeke died. Zeke, Zeke didn't die. Because cause when Zeke died, it was still the school year. So we're still talking about May time. Um, so right now, basically, Zeke has already uh, passed because they're in summer vacation right now. So Zeke died right before summer vacation. So it's, it's within that time period. Because right. he said Christmas in July. Mm -hmm. So now we know for a fact that it's July. Right. So, right, when, when they found out that Flynn died. So yes. what I'm thinking is he is going to get wind that there is a snitch somewhere. Someone is talking to the feds about him. And maybe he thinks his guess there is Tasha and not necessarily Vic. Or it could be the other way around where he kills Vic and he then goes for Tasha because he knows that there there's supposed to be no loose ends. So if he finds out that Vic is the snitch or... He already knows that Tasha is snitching. Maybe that's the reason why he went to New York. Either he doesn't know that it's Vic and he goes to New York for Tasha, or he just or he finds out that it's both of them and decides to to kill them both. No, because I, I so I, I disagree only because at this time you have to remember we're we're going back to the ghost scenario. Uh, when when Tommy left because it's not that far off of when Tommy left, so he's he's still hot in his mind about killing Tasha. So uh, obviously when Diana puts the uh, the letter on the door, that basically has Tasha's exact address of where she is currently. So Tommy makes the drive so he can now kill Tasha because whatever is going on in, in Chicago is either done or he's trying to get away just because it's hot in Chicago. And he's like, well, in the meantime, let me go kill Tasha since I have her address. So he now knows like, well, well, now that I have this address, I need to go up and do it because it's still hot in his mind. Uh, do you think that this season has shown that that Tasha is still hot on Tommy's mind? I don't think so. Yes, because he, he literally went there to kill her. So like when when she's obviously when she knocked Tariq upside her head, he realized, well, damn, like. Tariq could have just killed me just now. And you and you decided to to save me, so that that's where his anger kind of shifted away, and it was more like you know, it, it, he then tapped into oh, this is Tasha, not the snitch, mm. and she's not a loose end to him technically. 
Like yeah, obviously she, she did. You just she said that she's a loose end. <laughs> no, I didn't say Tasha was a loose end because technically no, that's a loose no, end you're is like that she is because that's why you're saying that she's still hot on his mind. She is a loose end that needs to be canceled or that where Christmas needs to be canceled. So you're right. saying if she if she is still out there, that is a loose end for him. That's why he went back to New York. That's what you're explaining. Right. Right. But I just feel like it's more of a I just I think it's more of a thing where it's not necessarily a loose end, but it's more like I'm furious. And then he goes to try to kill her. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I get it, but it, it but it's more like but but even with that being said, I still don't think that Tommy could pull a trigger for real. Well who? On Tasha. I don't think I don't think oh. even if Tariq is not there in that situation. Tasha would have found a way to, to talk herself out of that situation. Of course. And they have so, too much history. Right. They have too much history. But Because he could have killed her multiple times. He had he, he literally went to her house to kill her and decided not to because of the kids. I'm gonna stick to my theory though. I think that he found out that there's a snitch. He doesn't know exactly who it is, and that's what makes him go back up to New York and feel like he needs to tie up loose ends with Tasha. Because I don't think he's going to find... If they keep Vic alive, I don't think that he's going to find out that it's Vic immediately. Especially because Vic just bought himself more time with killing Vargas. Uh, let's go to the coalition meeting. So we see that our drug-dealing Avengers, they have, <laughs> they have brought all of the drug dealers together. So... Treason, CBI, the little subgroups, the, the subsets of gangs, they're all in one place. And did you guys see, um, what is his name? He, he's Jennifer Hudson's ex-husband. I think his name is David. Uh, yes, uh, CM, CM Punk. <laughs> yes, in, uh, wrestling. Punk. He's a WWE wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to post him. I was going to post him, but I was like, damn, is it too late? But I, I, should, I should go back and post him because I don't think a lot of people caught that. Yes, I, I don't think a lot of people <laughs> thought that it was him because he kind of broke them up. I was like, is that Punk? <laughs> I didn't want to call him Punk. I wanted to say his real name. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to say his real name. But uh, but yeah, he made a cameo appearance appearance in this episode. And last <laughs> and week before last, uh, we saw uh, Big Baby Davis. I was so surprised to see him. Like, I had to text somebody and be like, is this Big Baby? <laughs> but yeah. I, I, I like the little cameos, especially because most of the cameos that we've gotten, they did pretty good. Because yeah, doing good, yeah. Yeah, I, I like the cameos that we've gotten. But anyway, so at the coalition meeting, Jannard is on one. He's like, how are we just sitting here, even though he has been demoted, and we're not gonna we're not gonna retaliate against the Serbs. We just were losing at least $130,000 a day. Y'all done burnt down the whole <laughs> the whole housing projects. And I and I, I forgot to mention that the the thing that Diamond is supposed to speak at is a fundraiser for the projects being burned down. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see. In the coalition meeting, what happens there? What's something important that happens there? We find out that Tommy is going to take care of the serves, but he's not going to tell them exactly what's going to happen. Especially he's not going to talk in open court like that or meeting like court as in with a whole bunch of people around. He's not going right. to talk about, talk about business like that, especially to Jannard because right now the only person that has Tommy's ear at this point is just diamond. So he only talks shop with diamond. He'll give Jannard little bits and pieces of what he needs to know. You're just like, Hey, it's being handled. You don't worry about that. And that's it. Uh, let's see what else happens there. 
And I I'm sorry, his name was David Otunga, not not CM Punk. Yes, I'm, I'm David Otunga. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> That's okay. All righty. Moving on to Stacey Sang and DeFranco. Now, before after, we go there, uh, Jannard is still, uh, he's still got a hard off of Tommy. It's insane. He got to stop. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> and Vic is even telling him, like, bro, just let it go. And he's like, nah, I'm not letting it go. Never. It's like, bro, what did he really do to you? I think, so... <laughs> I had a lot of them try to explain the dynamic to me. And here's the best answer that I've gotten. You've been running something for 15 years. And your brother gets out, who was the initial person who was running it. And has nothing to do with Tommy. Wait, wait. (laughs) Wait, wait. He comes out. He doesn't give you props for running the organization for this long. And then when he gets out, he befriends a random white guy and wants to take his position back. So that's why he's a little salty. He's just like, I don't know this white guy. And my brother's not really messing with me like that. I was doing this all along. I I didn't get any props for it. And now you want to replace me with somebody that we don't even know. So that's what his beef is. Well, he can't really replace him because te- technically speaking, at that time, Jannard is still in charge. All of the young dudes is listening to Jannard. Not anymore. It, not anymore now because they, they split up. And when they split up, uh, Treason went to shit because Jannard wanted to do heroin. He wanted well, to sniff heroin all day. Well, now shoot it. But, well, he's getting better. So I'll give him his credit. He's getting better. He's getting better. He's, he's getting <laughs> It's killing him. It's killing him. He's, he's going through withdrawal. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he <laughs> when he was shaking his head, I was like, <laughs> but yeah, so he's going through withdrawals and he's going to have to get over this thing with Tommy. And I feel like he was kind of starting to, but now that Sean. Jukebox 2.0 has, <laughs> has accelerated those thoughts again. I think that it's coming back because he says to her, look, I just got back in with them. I don't feel like doing no underhanded shit with you. Like, and so, you know, he's trying to work through his feelings. You're not going to be best of buds immediately, but he, he was trying to work through it. But I, you know, now that he's going through withdrawals and we see him go to Tommy's house, because again, everybody know where everyone lives. He sits outside with a gun that he got from Raheem and is talking about killing Tommy. And I'm like, where did this come from? Just why? Well, <laughs> like I mean, he listen, brought you I, back in, you make him he money. Is a, he is a soldier. Like he's like, he turned into a fucking soldier now. It's like embarrassing. It is embarrassing. But I heard him say, was it him? I heard one of them say that Jannard's character, uh, actually it was one of the writers, they broke him down to build him back up. So maybe there's going to be a rise of Jannard again. It better. Because Jannard better not die until season six. If he dies at all. Uh, exactly. I don't want Jannard to die. He's he's my favorite actor on the show. Oh, it, uh, by far. It's not even close. So I, I definitely don't want him to die. Like he he is who I tune in for to see, okay, well let me see what he's gonna do this week. Let's Claudia see. Claudia's number two. Range. 
Claudia's number two as far as her acting, in my personal opinion. Her uh-huh. acting is on on tilt. <laughs> on tilt. Okay. So Definitely. the other scene that, because we talked about Jannard, because I think that's all that happens with Jannard here. But Stacey, Sang, and DeFranco, they have a meeting because she spooked about what we were talking about earlier. Her boss is coming in and saying, what the hell is going on in this city? And this is where we get her... Trying to nudge them to take this as seriously as she's taking it and saying is pretty much like, girl, you need to chill out. I think that you're doing too much here. And she's like, I don't give a F what you think. You better go get a tracker. I want surveillance. I want to know where he eat, where he shit, where he sleep, everything, everything she wants, but is not doing it in the right order. And she's being too aggressive. And this is why they're going to have some blowback. And this is why in the next episode, we're going to see what the repercussions are because one of her, one of the agents gets killed. Comments? Um, no, nah, cause we, I mean, we kind of already touched on that. We kind of already touched that. Uh, and Stacey, then, she, she's messing up. Like, mm-hmm. I, like, I don't, she's doing too much. All right. You want to talk about Shanti a little bit? Shout out to Shanti. Let's go. Showstopper. <laughs> Shanti Stowe Showstopper Page. <laughs> Let's go. All right. So Shanti, Shanti right now has a lot of things going on. Boom. Boom. She And she knocked somebody out. Hold on. Wait. Yes. Wait. I want to talk about <laughs> people that she slapped. So she slapped up Jannard last episode, which I love, by the way, because I was like, he I'm needed to, a couple. I'm posting that. Yeah. I'm posting that ASAP. He needed he needed a couple tumps and I was like, oh my gosh, I love this. I was like, give him another one, give him another one, because you've got to get him straight. <laughs> right? She slaps up Raheem, which is hilarious to me, because he's at least two feet taller than her. Then <laughs> she I don't matter. People were saying that, and I'm just like, bro, that don't matter. Like, like she's a professional boxer. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I've people way like, better than me. <laughs> yeah, like I can see if Effie was doing it, it's just like Effie. Calm down, like you out here slapping up game. Like, come on, please. But like, no, maybe not Effie. I'm like Lauren. If Lauren was slapping up Kane or something, like, come, I'd be like, all right. But like, Shanzi is a, a literally. They call her the showstopper. Yes, but like, either way. <laughs> so she <laughs> she slaps up Raheem. Um, and tells Raheem that, you know, his loyalty is to her. And if you hear anybody talking about me, you need to be stepping up for us. Or Jannard. Or Jannard. Or Jannard. Yes, that is yeah. a good point. She said, if you hear anybody talking about me or Jannard, you're <laughs> supposed to check that. You don't just come back to me and be like, oh, well, I agree with them too. And then try to tell her that she's digmatized. No. She has, I think she kind of is a little bit. Yeah, I'm going to say, <laughs> uh, he wasn't lying. Well, okay. <laughs> But I think that <laughs> Jannard is the person that she would be able to control more. Uh, she wouldn't be able to pull these stunts with Diamond at all. No, uh, not at all. So she did pick the right brother in terms of what would work best for her. Yeah. Uh, in addition to that, Shanti also has this great plan where she goes to Claudia. How she knows where Claudia lives? I don't know. But she goes to Pulled her right to her crib. Right I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> How did she get that address? I don't know. How did, why did, 
Claudia let her up is the question. Now, if you, if I'm Claudia, right, my daddy just died. My brother just took away all my security and I only got the serves people for protection. I'm not really going to trust them like that. And then I see a random black lady that I never met before with cornrows in her hair. Not saying that we're profiling, but I'm just describing what Shanti looks like. I see her on the intercom or somebody and I let her upstairs to my penthouse. What? And she tells you, you don't know me. (laughs) Do you need my credentials? So, you know that this woman is a drug dealer, and you just let her upstairs in your apartment? Okay. Yeah. All right, Power. I'm going to go with it. <laughs> I'm going to just go with it. So, Shanti is in the apartment <laughs> now. <laughs> She's in the apartment talking to Claudia, and Claudia has a problem. She has product, but she doesn't have distro. Yep. And lo and behold, what a kawinky dink. A distro just drops on her lap and just comes to her apartment and says, listen... I got girls that can run this for you in a members only club. How she but knew she, about the members only she club? She sparked that. I don't know. But they sparked that last episode uh, in anyway when the camera kind of zoned out to Shanti uh, listening. And it was, they pretty much like painted it clear as day that she's eventually going to go and, and, and work with Claudia. Like it was obvious in the scene that that was what was going to happen. Yes. So, and here we go. She falls in her lap and she says, listen. I have the girls for you to run this. And just because it's a members only club doesn't mean that I don't know the person who owns this. So this is how she wins Claudia over. And then Claudia tries to hit Shanti with a 60-40 split. And what does Shanti say? Bitch, bye. (laughs) Then she says, Claudia, she goes, oh no, there are no men involved. So we can do 50-50 split. I tell y'all every week that this girl got penis envy, and here we go again. Girl, what does it matter that there's no men involved? <laughs> We're gonna do it. Yeah, well, you know, it's 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 more to to push that narrative, of course, that women can do it too, which is okay, you know. But I, I just I, I see what you mean. It was kind of unnecessary, but they they want to make sure that that's clear. Girl, you getting the drugs from a guy. That you're getting it from the Serbs. It's all men over there. They ain't show us not one. Now they're getting it from Raquel. What? (laughs) Stop playing. (laughs) Imagine. Can you imagine? That'd be fine. But but Rock's game is in pills. So it wouldn't be Rock anyway. Well, we don't know if Rock good in the pills this season. Let's go. In, In 91? All right, we getting on topic. Let me go back. <laughs> I got to draw us in sometime. I got to draw us in. All right. So they do They do shake hands on a deal, and they eventually go to the hooker house or to the sex worker house. And what happens out of all of the women there? The two white girls get robbed. They didn't even have one noticeable jewelry. And I was like, why did he just pick those two random bitches instead of all of the other bitches in there that got jewelry and regular understated shit on? That that scene was wild. I'm I'm like, this is literally the definition of broad daylight. (laughs) You in a club robbing them in the club and the music is not even that loud. And they stayed. They didn't even leave. I was like, right. And I'm like, yeah, why would you stay at the party after you just robbed them? (laughs) They wait. So y'all went and sit down and got lap dances after you just robbed the bitch. I I, I was like, yo, uh, I, I, that, I think that was put in there specifically for comedy. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. 
Because I was like, wait, why would you stay at the party? I hope so. Because I, I had to slap my forehead. I was like, are we serious? Did they <laughs> <laughs> so they and then, he cut, then he cut Claudia's leg. She didn't kill people for, for less. For less. For, for allegedly leaking the compound of uh, Dahlia. Right. <laughs> and, she, and, and this person, she's all of a sudden is scared because her girlfriend is with her. I don't know. <laughs> which I which I still to this day don't understand why uh, Dahlia had to be cut. It's like, okay, the, the rest of these out like- there, everybody is not going to, to know how to do the shit. Listen, they had to cut Dahlia because... Power doesn't work in fake drugs. They only work in real drugs. That's why Dahlia was cut. Yeah, but it's not a fake drug. It's it's a it's a drug that they made that still could it still could have did its thing on the side. Is what I was saying. It's a made up drug. They're not doing it anymore. Gary Lennon said, "Fuck that. We're not doing that. I don't give a fuck what that person before us was doing. We're not doing it anymore." He said, "Cut it. Done." That's why they shot Shorty like that. That was our signal to know that finish. No more. See, they just cutting them up, tying up all the loose ends. No more Dahlia. But whatever the case is, Shanti then comes through like little Superman jukebox that she is. Boop, boop, boop. She pulls out her little, oh, wait, what kind of gun she had? She had a little gunner. It looked like a tutu. But yeah. she pulls it out, pulls out the gun, stands over the top of him and says, get my friend back her stuff. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like the bully she is. Give my friend back her stuff. And or, and then she, then she kicks them out. So th- now these two are two peas in a pod and they are best of buds. And Shanti is going to continue to be the distro for Claudia and, until this. But wait, out. here's more. Wait, go ahead. Tell me. <laughs> her, uh, her little. I ain't going to say ugly. I don't like calling people ugly, but her little child. Girlfriend. Yes. Oh, coming in talking about oh I don't want Shanti involved like oh, <sighs> like oh my god like, oh my god bitch <laughs> <laughs> like we why is she in here like shut your mouth <laughs> you couldn't do this before you brought me here you didn't have nobody to sell this stuff and you didn't even know the owner of this club for us to even get in here so now all of a sudden you got bright ideas mind your business just mind your business yes I didn't even want to talk about the girlfriend but yes. She needs to mind her business. She's not going to be on this show too long. I can already feel it. They just brought her in to get her out. Uh, next up. <laughs> next. Next. Um, uh, Shanti, 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 Tommy. Okay, I'll get back to Tommy. The next person that we need to get to is Miguel because Miguel has a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. This was a very heavy Miguel episode and I'm glad for it because I really like the actor that plays Miguel. Um, he's very interactive. He comments on posts he likes posts he gives like he gives feedback everything love him mm-hmm. and i love that he is it doesn't look like they're gonna do what they do to the other plugs you know like how the plugs only last for one season it looks like he'll be here at least throughout yeah. these 10 episodes so here's hopefully. what's happening yeah, hopefully fingers crossed i'm sick i'm tired of killing off plugs Jesus. But then too, they, it, neither did Noma. So Noma, Noma survived. Noma survived, but she was only in like four episodes. True. <laughs> <laughs> so, but let's let's recap what hap- what happens with Miguel. So Miguel, we, the last time we talked about him, he just left Tommy's house. He does go to meet up with Che, and Che does say to him, "I know that 
I can't expect you to lay down any longer. The Serbs have shot at you. They have stolen from you, or so you believe, because it was really Tommy, guys. Because remember, when they when they are laying that down, he thinks that the Serbs stole from him, but they did not. But he still has a beef with the Serbs because of the territory that they hold within Chicago. And that is his main beef. They are always fighting over territory. And right now, he makes a suggestion to Che that we need to squeeze the Serbs, meaning we are going to cut whatever it is that they're getting, whatever supply that they're getting from the cartel, they are no longer going to get it. Che does go and have a meeting in broad daylight in the train station with Murkovich, and they do answer why it happens there. And Murkovich says, I'm not going to kneel, and the reason why I have you here is because you're less likely to do something to me out in the public. Right. Got it. But <laughs> then... But then one of the better, one of the more insightful conversations that we see is the conversation between Miguel and Abuelita, right? So he's speaking to his grandmother and she gives him the nudge saying, why do you think Tommy is doing this? He's trying to come for your spot. But Miguel thinks that he's one step ahead of Tommy, even though Tommy is like two, three steps ahead of him. He says, no, when we cut out the Serbs, I'll get that territory and I will be, or we, the insane princes, will be the biggest uh, connect in Chicago. Meanwhile, Tommy is already planning this. Tommy ha is already going to the DSDs. He is trying to take over the Flynn territory because Vic is going to give it to him. And he's taking, oh, he has Showtime, he has Garfield Park, he has all of Shanti's stuff, uh, territory mm -hmm. rather, I don't want to say her stuff. And he's making fences or building fences with all of the other crews. So although- well, We got to say CPI technically owns all that because he's still well, working Tommy's on it. So I don't know how he, I don't know how he breaks that off. I don't see how he does that, but uh, that. obviously we know he is, but- Wait, breaks what off? Say it again. Because technically speaking, what Tommy is doing is is trying to officially, like he's slowly but surely trying to become the distro. But technically speaking, he's not the distro. It's really CBI. Right. But it's controlling Tommy, that whole thing. Precisely. But Tommy, for all intents and purposes, is running CBI right now. They yeah. have they have a two leader approach. So they have Diamond right. and they have they have uh, Diamond and they have Tommy. And Tommy is pretty right. much running the show. Tommy is telling them what to do. This is what we want to do. Are, aren't you tired of being at the top of the bottom? Remember that little speech? He said? <laughs> <laughs> so now, aren't you tired of that shit? So now let's try this approach. Let's go to the other people so that they can come to us. And now, oh, I forgot to mention that they're also selling in Southfield. So they're, they're selling in the prisons. They have so much ground to cover that they do end up going back to Miguel to say, hey, we need more. We need more and we need a better price. We are selling this stuff for you so quick that you can't even keep up with supplying us. So sell it to us at a bulk rate and we'll have a better deal going forward and we can move it for you faster. And Miguel, he's a little apprehensive in the beginning. And he says, you know, I'm putting my neck on the line for you. I don't if think he's apprehensive. I think he is because he says the I price don't think is the Miguel price. Has, I don't think Miguel has a supply. He can't keep up with the demand, how, how, how fast they're moving, and he can't keep up with, with giving him that kind of supply 
because if if he continues to keep up in their order, then he got to keep getting that that much. You know what I'm saying? And that could get risky. But he can. He can get that much. Right. He can. But I, I feel like. I don't know. I feel like it's, it's something something is telling him not to for whatever reason. What's telling him not to is because he's a little leery of Tommy and the the power that Tommy will have if he is able to continue to move that much product. Because eventually, if Tommy is able to move all of this, there's going to be no need for Miguel. And I think that I would be leery of that too. And that's mm-hmm. why now Miguel has, oh, once the Serbs are out, I'll be able to take over their territory and this will give me the upper hand. But Tommy has. But didn't he also steal product? Didn't he? So the the product that they stole from Miguel, Miguel, he then sold to. So that was just extra money. That was extra money. Yeah. Oh, they ain't balling. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, Tommy. All right, whatever. He sold all that and then he just came back and was like, oh, we we still need more. Like, like. And they all still right. need more because remember, look at all of the territory <laughs> that they have, and they're yeah. still selling in the prisons. They they they're selling everywhere. They they're every single place, right. all over Chicago. And now that they have uh, the Flint territory too, it's gonna be it, it, it's they're gonna be making money hand over fist, and they're not even gonna have enough supply to cover all of the ground that they are that they are now in charge of. Right. So the only last scene that I that I wanted to get your thoughts on, and I think we can wrap up after this, is we did speak about Vargas in the beginning, but I do want to know your thoughts about Vic riding around with Tommy and eventually the demise of Vargas. So I'll let you talk. Man, I, I don't know. This is this situation is kind of weird because I'm just like, why why is Tommy riding around with Vic specifically? Like, I, like, I, like he could do it with Diamond. Obviously, I get Diamond is like on probation, so maybe he can't go out like that. But it's like, why do you trust Vic so much to ride around with him out of nowhere? Huh? Good question. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I, I just, I just feel like it's so weird. I don't know. That, that whole situation is is crazy to me. And then he's asking him a bunch of different questions. It's just like, I know Tommy's suspicious. I know for a fact he is. I know he's, we know he's suspicious because a couple things happened, right? When he went to do the pickup at Shanti's gym, he says, you know what? I'm going to do the rest by myself today, especially because he spotted Vargas. Then we know another reason why we know he's suspicious is because when Vic got out of the car in the scene that we're talking about, he stuck around and he followed Vic and he Mm -hmm. saw that Vic was talking to Vargas and then he he backs him against the wall and says, well, Vic, the only way you could prove to me you're not a snitch is you got to kill him. But that and don't that really doesn't prove anything. Only thing it proves is that uh, is, is that Vic, Vic is but a killer. Yeah, Vic. Uh, well, he, we've been to that. But Vic <laughs> will do whatever it takes to keep the secret. You know what I'm saying? It was just like. So Tommy probably just like, well, damn, shit. Well, now you got to go and explain this shit if you actually, you know, did kill a fed. Like, but I don't know if they're gonna uh, chop up the body or if they're gonna leave it there to uh, for people to find. I I don't know. (sighs) Um, That's that's a very wild situation, but uh, yeah, Tommy, he he eventually gonna catch on. 
And and unfortunately, Vic has to go. But it's like, damn, I, I didn't want that to be Vic's storyline. Me either. I hate right, that. But. I hate that Jannard is an addict, and I hate that Vic turned. No, I love that storyline. And I don't. I don't like to see him like that. But no, I yeah. like that. I love Jannard, but I think that, like you said, how Gary Lennon is lowering his, his character and building him back up slowly. Mm-hmm. I just, I just hope that if they're going to do that, it needs to be a huge build where he eventually is overseeing CBI. Maybe because something happens to Diamond. I don't know. Okay, so with the pictures that we released, so let's do some predictions for episode eight. Uh, so we released some pictures and we partnered up with uh, some of the other power outlets too. I try not to bother you too much with collaborations, and but next week I'm gonna be on your back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, then um, we got a whole, we got a whole. Uh, it's, it's that time where it's the missies and break next week. Oh, we have a break next week. Hmm. Yeah, no episode next week. Oh shit! I I I think I think that just happened because the schedule that I initially had there was no break. No, it is a break. Yep, it's next week. Okay, it's a, right. it's a break, and they've been they've been consistent now. But before it was like you didn't know, but it, it it's been consistent um between eight and and nine. Mm-hmm. Well, so initially when they let out the schedule, there was there was no break, but I guess they must have made a change. But okay, yeah. so predictions for episode eight. <sighs> Unfortunately, I think Leon died. Either Leon or um, what's his mother name? <laughs> Gianna. Gianna, yeah, or Gianna dies. One of them two is dying. It might be at the hands of the, uh, of the father. Oh, I didn't think that'd be that wild. That, that would be wild. I mean, I saw in the pictures, I was like, well, Dominic got his thigh out at the breakfast table, everything. <laughs> like, <laughs> Dominic is so comfortable in this woman's house. Like, you just saw, you were just there last week, just met the daddy, and now you're just at the breakfast table with your drawers and your t shirt on in front of her. Son. I mean, he, he is older too, so it's like, you know, he, he got out of jail, he did 15 years, so. Well, he didn't meet a reporter and the one that, well, neither. I don't think either one of those have kids, but yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> okay. So what do you, what other, what other predictions do you have? Oh man. Uh, I feel like Vic is going to, is going to let Stacey Marks have it, but is she going to let him have it back? <laughs> she going to make him put more pressure on Tommy and is, I don't know. I, I don't think this is big episode because, uh, man. It's hard to it's hard to predict this show. Like, I feel like every time I've thought about, oh, this may happen, that shit's always wrong. <laughs> these these writers is these writers is writing. Yeah, they writing. Because I, I haven't predicted nothing. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, this is gonna happen next week, and that shit don't happen. And I'm like, oh, okay, that went super south. All right. So let me see my predictions for episode eight. Um, I think that. Tommy is going to find a way to really piss off Miguel. I think that so far they have been coexisting okay, whereas there is a, it's a need-based relationship. But I think that Tommy is going to overplay his hand a little bit in terms of what, their dyna- what the dynamics is between their relationship, whereas he is supposed to report to Miguel. And I think that Tommy doesn't want to report to Miguel anymore. He wants direct contact with um, uh, Shay. 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 
Yeah. With Trey. And I think that Diamond is going to have to... I think Diamond is going through something in this episode with that picture that we saw. I don't know if it's necessarily that someone dies, but I think someone is going to get hurt. Yeah. And uh, let's see. Jannard, I, wish, I, just, I just think that was too much. That was but you that's know, they always try to throw you for a loop sometimes. Some of these things are not the only one that I remember specifically, and I was like, ah, oh, they fucked up with this. When Kane had on Poppy's chain, I was like, Oh, oh that was horrible. I was horrible. Like, I messed up. I was like, Oh my you god. You can't leave stuff like this for people like me. <laughs> yeah. Now um now that one scene where I was like, it definitely wasn't what it seemed was when Tariq had on the ski mask and he had the gun and we thought that he was uh shooting. I thought he was shooting at Kane the whole time. Even after the episode's leak, nobody was talking about that scene. Nobody. So I'm just like, I'm like, how did I not hear? And all of the people that was trying to ruin shit, nobody said, oh, Monet uh, was shot by uh, Tasha. I didn't hear that from nobody. Nobody. Yeah. That's so I'm thinking, oh, maybe that's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That, that, that threw me for a loop. I was like, wow. Okay. Okay. Uh, let me see if I have anything else. Uh, I well, think I think, I think Miguel may find out about uh, Maria, Maria and Tommy. I think they're this episode. Um, they may end think, the episode with that. I think I think he is going to get closer to finding out. I don't know if it's necessarily going to be in this particular episode, but I do think Claudia's demise is coming. I don't think she's going to be around much longer, especially yeah. with them okay. cutting. What are you saying? Claudia's Claudia's season six. Uh, I don't know. Claudia's season six. We we'll see. I I don't I don't think Shorty's gonna make it, only because of what they're doing with the Flins. I, I don't think she's gonna make it out. And there's something that I notice. <clears throat> I always look to see like who interacts with the posts. And she doesn't really interact that much. So she she's like uh only except for the one that where she was dancing, which was a which was crazy because that was the biggest video. But, <laughs> but everything else, everything else I tagged her in, she liked. Uh, <laughs> but I'm like, how do you not like that one? How do you not like and that? And that was huge. <laughs> right. That was a huge video. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I don't think I, I don't know if she I don't know if she makes it to season three. So I'll leave it at that. <sighs> All right. I don't know. I I just feel like that's too much. Like if you kill off the whole Flynn storyline, and that's just that's just a whole half of your whole storyline because they were the the main piece. Like the Flynn's, Tommy, CBI. That that's the that was the story. They get rid of it. It that's what it seems like to me. Uh, <laughs> I guess I don't know. <laughs> Yes. All righty. Thank you so much, Sam. It has been, oh, it's always a pleasure to speak with you. Thank you so much always. for joining me today. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I can't wait till you come back to New York. <laughs> we can Let's get it. <laughs> All righty, everyone. See you next week. Let me know what you think in the comments, and we will repost you.